sounds on the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow, cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show up all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. I think I've become bipolar. At this point, I think I'm bipolar. One minute, I don't want to do something. And the next minute, I'm like, I actually want to do it. Is that men a pause? Like a man's pause in his thought? I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm going through this change of life where, wait, hold on a second. What the hell? Where is it? Girl, you having your baby? <laughs> no, but I'm on uh, bed rest for five weeks in jail. I'm on cell block 3203. Let me find Christina. Hold on, I'll be right back. All right, listen, y'all. <clears throat> At least Nunu comes with receipts. You know what I mean? Christina, they have four kids in the last year or two. Allegedly. 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 All right, well, listen, this is Gagging with Jay Sully. I know I haven't been here. Maybe I was here last week, right? Yeah, I was here last week. Keisha was the teleprompter person. She's literally the worst teleprompter ever in the world. She's at an event in New York today. She Alexis is over here. But anyway, this is Gagging with Jay Sully. We have an exciting new show. Look, I'm going to tell you right now how you can come and gag with me. Let me put the phone number, right, uh, phone number up right now. It's 1402 Gagging, but there's also a place right here where you can come and get in the waiting room. The waiting room is already almost full, so if you want to come live with me, you go there, all right? Uh, and I'm happy to be... Y'all can take that down. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what what is this next chapter of my life look like? Because I'm out here successful as fuck right now. And I'm like, yo, this show is going to make me lose everything. Because you guys tune in with your bad attitudes. And all your messy, like, I'm looking at the comments as we're getting ready to go live, and everybody's like, let me buckle my seatbelt. It's like, you're expecting me to be reckless. And you realize, like, I'm out here doing big shit now. Like, it's it's, it's big now. You know what I mean? Like, not, not that it wasn't big before, but it's like, it's different level big now. And the haters are coming out the woodworks like roaches, y'all. I remember when I was a kid and we used to have roaches. I hate roaches. And I'm not mad at y'all that got roaches because some of y'all watching right now, y'all got roaches. But it's a part of your journey like mine. You'll get over those those roaches, right? But like, this show's requiring me to do way too much Botox because the lighting picks up every crack and crevice. Missed a spot. You know, fillers and shit. But anyway, I'm happy to be here. I don't know what's going on in my life right now, except for that there's a lot of amazing shit I can't even tell y'all about. There's some other announcement coming out really soon. Y'all are going to gag. Y'all are going to gag. But I know that you guys are so proud of me, and I and I appreciate all your support. Please share this live, too. Make sure we get this live out to everybody. Put it on your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pornhub, all that shit. All right. Uh, let me put up the disclaimer, too, because I already know. Ain't no telling what Jack told Helen, what the hell they selling. All right. This says that I'm going to use language. I'm going to try not to use language tonight that's offensive because... I'm out here doing big shit. 
All right. But it also says that I'm going to use information that I have the right under fair use. And also, I'm not responsible for all the recklessness that you gag nation people say. And um, they can sue y'all, not me. Okay, you can take that down. I settled most of my lawsuits. This is what I'm saying. Like, I'm cleaning up my life. I didn't settle all my lawsuits. I got one lawsuit left or maybe two or three. I think two. I think I have two lawsuits. I settled seven lawsuits in one day. Bam. So, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm in a different space in my life. Um, I'm not sitting Indian style and praying and all that, but I am at, I'm at a certain level of Zen in my life. You know how when you get to a certain level of peace and then also a certain level of, of, of responsibility and obligation that you really want to, that's where I am. But that's not for tonight. That was for another day. Let's get right into uh, what everybody showed up for, the tea with Jason Lee. I don't know what side it's going to show up on. This is okay. okay. Let me first start. Put the disclaimer back up. The views expressed on tonight's show have nothing to do with Kanye West. He has not heard about them. We have not discussed these views. These all belong to Jason Lee. Okay. Now, everybody knows that I have been a big fan of this girl right here for a long time because she is a hustler. And I, I like her as a hustler. I think she is a uh, beautiful woman. She's talented uh, in marketing stuff. And she's big on social media. And she's going to be an attorney. And she's not already. This ain't even in the show tonight. But when I saw Pete Davidson riding around with North on his lap, I wanted to fucking call the authorities. Oh, I'm talking about that. I forgot all about that. Didn't you see that? Didn't you feel some type of way? Inappropriate. Huh? Inappropriate. So the thing that frustrates me the most is that sources close to Kanye who are not close to Kanye are talking every day. Source close to Kanye. And Sources close to Kim are talking every day. Source close to Kim. Who's closer to Kim than herself? Well, every day there's some news story that comes out. And at this point, it's pretty much just laughable. And, you know, I know that these two people right here above loved each other at one point so much that they created four beautiful children that I know they're both trying to figure out how to co-parent. But I don't know what regular people go through that try to co-parent because my parents were never even co-parenting. My dad just slept with my mom. He had a wife. She got pregnant. Here I am. He didn't want to do it with me. She put me in foster care. You know the story. You read the book. I must have forgot about me. So I don't really know how co-parenting works. But I know that certain motherfuckers can make shit a little complicated, if you know what I mean, right? For example, why every day is a new story coming out about what Kim and Kanye used to do when Kanye has not been on his Instagram or his Twitter, his Facebook or nothing. And I don't know how long, and he is at peace with himself, but the piece he got to keep in the piece keeps getting interrupted with headlines that are unnecessary. And I really feel like this is now becoming gaslighting at its best. Kanye West, one of the 
biggest cultural icons in rap music, music, culture, fashion, all that, was going to give it all up, was going to give up the Yeezys because he wanted to be a stylist. Allegedly. For Kim Kardashian. Kanye West, one of the richest black men in the world, worth billions of dollars, was going to give it all up because he wanted to style his wife. Does that even sound like it makes sense? I mean, at this point, I'm not going to say that I was in the room when they were having all their private conversations, but we all know that he has stepped her fashion game all the way up. And even though he left the house and even though he deals with the kids through security or whatever, because that's what he said on my show, he's left his imprint on the whole family because the whole family dressed like Donda style now. Chris Jenner sitting up there looking like the Matrix with all the black Balenciaga on. Khloe Kardashian and them long ass, frail ass, chicken feet, nails, fingers, sitting up there with Balenciaga drip on. All the kids except Kendall is the only one that does her own thing. Because she over there, she got her a black man too, Devin Booker. He over there knocking the dust off that supermodel vaginal area. Well, now the news today is that Kim Kardashian wants that Kanye wanted to stop being Kanye West to be her personal stylist. And she said, quote, he wanted to quit everything and dedicate his whole life to being my stylist. Now, this, of course, comes in a new teaser for the Kardashians new show over on Hulu. Not surprising. Okay, and so she talks about everything. And, you know, she's been dropping little clips lately like she wants to get gangster. She's she's coming after everybody, which we're going to talk about in a second. Now, I don't believe this. I think this is just ridiculousness. Um, now, I know he loved her and wanted to do everything for her, but I don't know that he wanted to give it all up to take her measurements every day and put her clothes on. I just don't know. I mean, but by the way, she wears skims every day. Ain't that some shit you just pull up like a leotard? No? It's tight. It's tight? So it's basically skims is like the shit that makes fat people skinnier. Yeah. Got it. Skims is like, what's the other brand that does it? Shapewear. What's it called? Uh, what is that? Spanx. Just Spanx. So skim is cute Spanx. Yeah. But when you take it off, you're left with what you have. Okay, got it. Okay. So it's all, it's illusion wear. Well, listen. Now, let's be very clear. She said that he always dressed her back in the early 2000s. He would literally just send me random emails with all these looks and what my style should be. Okay, and that's kind of been their thing. But but I don't know that that meant he wanted to be your stylist. Now, of course, Ye hasn't said anything because at this point, everybody's just sitting back watching all the headlines and all the sources say shit. Uh, but either way, you know, I don't know that this to be true. Now, let me show you some of the looks that Ye put Kim in. Take a look. Now, these are iconic. We remember them. The first photo, Ye's face. I'm going to translate Ye's face. And again, this is all just for me. The first photo is, yeah, I dressed her, of course. Look at her. Then the second one is, is that Skeet over there? And then the third one is, I really don't want to be here. But either way, look at how iconic she looked in these photos. 
Now, I wish we had photos of what Kim looked like before she got with Ye because it was pretty much. Um, what's the stuff you put on t- picnic tables? The pattern, plaid. huh? Plaid, plaid uh, dirty <laughs> denim, very cheap plastic. Now, I'm not talking about her body. I'm talking about the outfits. And it wasn't really as high fashion as she is now. So we all know that we have to credit Ye for that. But she's not the first one that he styled. Remember, he styled other ex-girlfriends. Amber Rose, take a look. Amber Rose was his muse. Now, the let me start from the last photo and go backwards. That was the night that he got on stage with Taylor Swift. Because the Hennessy bottle, that's how I know. Then in the middle... They got their matching furs. And then on the left, they look really good here. Actually, that's one of my favorite photos of them together. Damn, I wish they would have worked out. But either way, she's happy. And she looks pretty much the same. And then there was the other girl, Julia Fox. Take a look. Uh, Now, Julia's a nice girl, so I want to be respectful. But I never liked these raccoon eyes make like what is happening here she looked like she got in the ring with floyd mayweather and lost there go them boots well uh either way yay has had history of dressing all of his women now in the new kardashian show over there on hulu which is what all this is about she's also talking about the sex tape the second sex tape now, allegedly, I'm going to put allegedly. Allegedly. I heard there were three sex tapes, but there's the one. And um, remember, Ye was on my show where he talked about this laptop that he got from Ray J. And people just try to discount him and say it was all cap. Uh, but let me show you what uh, Ye said here on the show. Take a look. You know, how you going to bring me to SNL and kiss the dude you dating right in front of me? And everybody's like, oh, that's that's cool. After I went and went and got the laptop from Ray J myself that night, right? And then got on a red eye, I met this man at the airport, then got on a red eye, came back, delivered it to her at 8 a.m. in the morning. And then I gave it to her and she cried when she saw it. You know why she cried when she seen her laptop? Because it represents how much she's been used. It represents how much people didn't love her and they just saw her as a commodity. People or her, or her family? I'm just saying that in general because I would rather make that general statement because I'm not here to be mean and be overly specific about that. So uh, so that was what he said. And then there was all this stuff online. Now, again, I'm only saying all this because everybody believes everything that the Kardashians say. And I'm not saying that they lie about everything, probably just 98% of the stuff. But either way, um, I talked to Wack here on my show. And in case you missed that episode, I actually talked to him about what uh, Ye had said, and this is what he said. So you were under attack on social media when you mentioned a reference to second tape, and then the Kardashian lawyers came out and said you were lying, and it was cap. And then, like the gangsters, the RANs, you said, do you want to call cap? Because we can play if you want. Now, I'll say privately, you and I had a conversation, and I saw, I saw some stuff that they don't want to get out. Um, and then they found out that I knew about it. How did 
because I called one media person and said, I got some information that I'm thinking of breaking because I was going to put it out and because I didn't <laughs> like the way that you were being labeled a liar. Yeah. Because that's one thing I'll say, I know you not to do. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, I'm into breaking shit. So I'm yeah. like, hey, let's break it. And then Chris found out and called, and she was, Lena was the, uh, she called you, yeah, she, she, what did she call? She was a little threatened, not threatening in a mean way. She's a, she'll threaten you in a way where like, you hear her voice, you know, she's not happy, then the attorneys and all that. But she threatened with the attorneys and then, you know, we had some heated words and they kind of just died down. And then during the interview, Ye mentioned that uh, you taking the, you know, you and Ray J and Ray J bringing him the tapes and him delivering the tapes on the laptop and Kim crying. And then two things happened. The Kardashian media machine went out basically saying there were no sex tapes. That was all bullshit. And then people didn't give Ray J his credit for doing a good deed. Why do you think all that happened? Well, it was like a, a double gesture thing for me. Cause this is the first time Ray J and Kanye is so, you know, I know it's on the laptop, right? I don't want, I don't need to be the one delivering that. Let's put a closure to that. Ray J, you deliver that. <clears throat> Kanye's a gentleman, he's not tripping. You know, he's very serious and straightforward. Then, um, Jay went and delivered it to her. And I, I, I told Ray, I said, you know, when he takes that to them, once they get it, they're going to feel like, well, they don't have it anymore. So we're going to say it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. They probably was gauging my relationship with Kanye. Like, no way he's going to turn it over and have a cop, which they're right. But that wasn't what that was about. It was never about that. Once he married and had children, and it was never about getting any money for it or doing something over here and over here and over here and over there. Never about that. So you were so that's what Wack had to say. Now sources are saying, and I don't know what sources these are because I don't talk to sources, I talk to people, that Kim has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on her new legal team to prevent Ray J from leaking these tapes. And quote, these were incredibly intimate things from their three-year relationship. Kim is saying, this is what they're saying, over my dead body is this happening again. Now we posted the story on Hollywood Online because that's what we do. I'm in the business of posting stories. And Wack went over to our post, and this is what he had to say. He said, well, guess that proves that our attorney is a liar. His words were another one doesn't exist. End of the day, we have nothing. Hashtag Team Yay. Yo, Wack be starting shit. Wack just be all in the mix. Somebody said Wack goes where the money resides. Regal, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Listen, what I will say about this whole situation, that the unfortunate part about it all is that I personally, and this is my own personal feelings, Hollywood Unlocks Jason Lee, is that Kim is gaslighting the fuck out of Ye for a reaction so they can keep the conversation going and to promote the new season of the show, okay? Um, I do think that Kim is not the young girl who was in the video with Ray J years ago. She's since then become a mother, a, a boss, an, attor an attor aspiring attorney, and all these other things. I mean, you can't be on the cover of Vogue if sex tapes keep popping out about you. But then again, you can if you're not black. And I feel like in many ways, uh, Kim is getting away with murder. I'm not going to do an OJ Simpson joke. I'm going to keep <laughs> moving on. But either way, I think that Kim, you know, and then, and then Kim, I have to say this. I know that you're a good person. 
at least on the surface, because I mean, I've met you a few times and you and, you know, we've exchanged messages and I, and I think I think you're a good person. Don't you think it's too soon for your kids to be hanging out with another man that you don't know is forever? I mean, this is not even their stepfather and they're riding around. North is riding around on his lap. I don't know what y'all think about that if there's parents in here, but I want to know what you think. Because I remember years ago when I had Tori Hart on the show and she was telling me that she didn't even meet Aniko until later. But she had been around her kids. But see, at least Aniko was respectful, not doing weird, at least not that I saw weird shit like this. Maybe I missed something. I don't know. Tori, I saw you the other night. Call me. Let me know. But 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 Aniko became the mother to future kids with Kevin and the wife. So that's a little different because we don't know where this relationship with Pete's going to go. Pete has not had a consistent history of having successful relationships with women. And I'm not going to blame it on mental health or whatever. Maybe he just runs through them and then he moves on. You know, maybe he's going to be a good storyline for this season. Maybe he'll make it to two seasons of keeping up, but I don't see, or the Kardashians, but I don't see him sticking around. Somebody told me the other day that he's going to have, that they're, that they're going to have a kid. She wants to have a kid by him. I said, this is some odd that now if you got with him and in 60 days, 70 days, 90 days, want to have a kid already. That's still not worse than you letting North ride around on his lap. And this is a young black daughter of a black man. And then if yay turn around and do something or say something, y'all going to say crazy. I'm going to tell y'all right now. And this is Jason Lee solid as a rock mental, all great. If I had a kid, and then me and my dude broke up. And then I saw my kid riding around on another man's lap. I'd have to quit Hollywood Unlocked because I'd be in jail. You know? And I'm not blaming any woman for anything that men do. But you can't do everything to a man and think that there's not going to be some kind of consequence. Or at least he would say something. This man got to look at this on social media and people repost and repost and repost it. And his daughter... I'm getting mad just thinking about it because it represents a bigger problem in the world that that mothers use their kids in fights with the baby fathers, then turn around and cry foul when he gets upset. Maybe Kim wasn't home. Maybe she was off studying for her legal paperwork or her legal stuff, or her attorney fees or attorney tests or whatever. And maybe maybe Pete was babysitting. This is the same guy who made the joke about a baby sucking his finger. Remember he made the sexual joke? What y'all think of that? Anyway, we'd love to know what you think when we come back. Okay, cool. Bye. Now, I have a problem with this story too. And I'm going to tell you, it's not what you think it is. Now, I, I know Osiris, but I don't know him as a friend, and I don't work with Osiris, so you're going to be surprised at what I have to say. Every time I've met Osiris, he's been a really nice guy. Like, one of those nice guys that kind of stand out, like, you know, he has a great smile. He's always respectful. And when my team was showing me the video of this young kid, Tyree Sampson, the young 14, I think he was 14 years old, who slipped out of a ride at an amusement park, slipped out and fell and died while his siblings were on the same ride. Young black kid, 14 years old. He was 350 pounds, I think. And he was tall. He was a big kid. 
In fact, they said that when he got on the ride, he said he felt like he was going to fall out. And he told his sibling, if if I if something happens to me, tell mom and dad I love them. The kid slipped out as the ride came down and died. And it, it it hit all of us. In fact, I couldn't even watch the whole video because once I saw, I saw it one time, once I saw him fall out, I mean, the craziest part is I was just out of the country right before that. And I was just telling my friends that when I used to go to Great America in Northern California, this was the one ride I used to be terrified on. And I had an asthma attack once because once it goes all the way up, it just literally drops you. It was called, the ride was called The Edge. It would take you up real fast and then slow down and then stop and then release you. And I always felt like I would fall out of this ride. It was my biggest fear. Well, my biggest fear came true for Tyree Sampson. So over the weekend, Osiris saw what happened. And uh, well, not over the weekend, but he saw what happened. And he had posted a post that he wanted to get in touch with the family and help out. This was the post that he put on social media. He said, if anybody knows his family, tell them to DM me because I want to pay for his funeral costs. Now, I thought that that was a stand-up thing to do. In fact, that would have been something that I would have done because I actually thought about who's going to pay for this kid's funeral. Somebody needs to do some good deed because it it was such an emotionally traumatic experience to watch. You know, since then, they've been asking that this ride be shut down. There was a petition to shut this ride down or whatever over there. When they should. They should just take it out, matter of fact. And maybe put a memorial up or something. I don't know. But either way, uh, there was a lot going on this weekend that really disappointed me. And I'm really disappointed in the entire situation. Because I know that it's not the politically correct thing to do to blame the family. But I do have some blame for them as well. Now, let me show you a photo of Tyree, his mother, Nakia, and his brother, J-Rock. Okay, this is them. The mother's in the middle with the beautiful buzz cut. Tyree is on the left. That's the boy that slipped out of the right. And then that's his older brother, J-Rock, on the right. Now, let me just say this. You can't really tell a family how to grieve. And when somebody dies so sudden like this and so young, that it's so traumatic and shocking that it really fucks with your whole life. Like your whole mental, and I've been there, as you know. So I understand what J-Rock is going through because I lost one of my brothers very suddenly. So I know what he's going through. But this is why this whole situation is bad. Osiris, as I showed you, offered to pay for the funeral. If you watch me on Drink Champs, you know that I don't support GoFundMes. And this is why I don't step out for two reasons. One, when you step out and try to do a good deed, Something could go wrong, and then all of a sudden your name is on Hollywood Unlocked or on gagging. Or you help somebody and the world finds out about it. Now everybody wants you to pay for all their GoFundMes, which is impossible, right? So on the day of Tyree's funeral, his brother J-Rock called Osiris out for failing to keep his word. And he did it over on Facebook. This is what he posted. He posted this on Facebook. It says, YK Osiris, or whatever dude name is, is canceled. Use little bro for pure clout. Didn't pay a dime, but told the world otherwise. Even posted a fake screenshot of a GoFundMe donation. Stop pretending you about giving back to the community just to get yourselves up lame as hell. Now, Tyree's mother, Nakia, also allegedly blocked Osiris on Instagram. But she commented on the Facebook post that the brother posted. And this is what she said. 
<coughs> she said, and he blocked me on IG too. Oh, so she said he blocked her. Okay. So she's claiming that Osiris blocked her on Instagram. So Osiris hadn't said anything at first, but then his sister, Armani Williams, she defended him on Facebook. And this is what she said. She said, they lying. That's it. And I'll go on with what she said. Y'all be so quick to believe a lie. And that's the problem with social media. My brother sent them people $15,000. Nothing is fake. People become greedy. And he didn't block them. Yes, I'm speaking up for my brother, YK Osiris. Since y'all make everything else go viral, let this one go. She mad because the huge amount didn't clear right away. Now, she posted a picture of the GoFundMe donation. My, I did talk to uh, Osiris's team. Apparently, he tried to do the wire. The wire didn't happen, so he po- so he wanted to send it right away and sent it on because the wire, I guess, wouldn't go out after two. So he sent it on the GoFundMe. And I tried to get Osiris on the phone, but he was very upset that this was all happening because he he tried to do this from what he's told uh, from what they told us. Is he tried to do it from the heart? Now, Tyree's brother J Rock clapped back, and this is what he said. To the sister, that's photoshopped. He cloud chasing point blank period. That's the correct GoFundMe, but the transaction does not exist. The top donation is 500, not 15,000. Now, YK Osiris then responded. And see, this is where I'm so saddened by the whole thing because this boy is laying up in the morgue dead on his way to the funeral home to be buried. At 14 years old, whole life just thrown, just just gone because of this stupid ride. Osiris tried to help out from what he is, his point of view. I have no evidence to show that he was clout chasing. Who would clout chase off of a young, dead 14-year-old? That does not sound like that. I mean, that that just sounds so absurd. Like you would have to literally be a psychopath, sociopath, killer. And he didn't even have to offer this. That's the crazy part. He did not have to offer this money. So he had to defend himself against trying to get clout off of a dead body. And this is what he said. He said, the devil is moving, but why me? I'm not even that type of person for real. I will never play around like that. Never. And I felt like that was a respectful response. He didn't even blast him the way that they were blasting him. Then he also shared shared more receipts. And you know I love a good receipt. This is what he posted on his Instagram. Look. So this is his him screen recording and going into his DMs. Oh, at least we know everybody that's DMing him, huh? Um, and he's looking for Nakia Dodd. And he's showing the GoFundMe. And he's scrolling down, and there's Osiris Williams, $15,000, 22 hours prior. Now, if he Photoshopped it, why would it say 22 hours before? Why would it say 22 hours before? He had to prove that he gave away free money to support a family burying a kid that he didn't even know. Is that crazy? Don't send me no GoFundMes. This is why right now I'm letting y'all know this is why I do not try to help people with the GoFundMes. I may send you a cash app here or there. I might give you some cash if I have it on me. But this is why I don't support GoFundMe accounts because this is just a mess. And and I'm going to go ahead and say that I know the family was grieving and I know they feel some type of way. 
But they owe that young man an apology. They owe him an apology. And I'm going to let him save face. I'm not even going to attack him because, again, when you're grieving and you're going through things, you feel the way you feel. You feel the way you feel. But the entitlement of expecting that he do something, you could you y'all couldn't even let the funeral happen before you addressed it. Y'all addressed it while that man was laying up there getting ready to go be buried for his final homecoming, and y'all didn't even wait. I'm sorry. Um Osiris. Keep being a good dude. I know that you were, when I reached out, I know you were hurt by this um, and probably embarrassed by this. And I think at the time when I reached out, he was on the phone with Drake. And I'm going to shout out Drake too, because Drake, I've been hearing a few times now that he calls and checks on people to make sure people are good. This is what he's doing behind the scenes, that he actually is calling and checking on people and making sure they're good. I know the conversations he's having. I told you, I don't know if I told you guys, but I ran to Drake about a month or two ago and he had saw the Kanye interview and we were kind of laughing because I've seen him grow into a superstar with talent, grace, class. You know, he smelled rich, by the way, and he was dressed with a nice little cashmere sweater, oversized sweater. But we had a conversation about, you know, how I'm how proud of him I am, proud of him that I am with how he's been able to build a successful career. And he was telling me how proud of me he was and, and I said to him, I need that interview. And he said, it's coming. But but the thing I, I will say about Drake is that he always is behind the scenes looking out for people, making sure people are good. And I know that he has affection for Osiris. It looks like a little brother kind of situation. And I think he was on the phone with him when I reached out. But either way, I just feel like he's owed an apology. Like we don't get to slander people's good names like that, especially when they're, and I'm trying, I'm not being messy. I'm really trying to be respectful because we're talking about a deceased 14 year old boy. And I could cry right now if I really start thinking about it, because J-Rock, I know what you're feeling, brother. Uh, but I, I hope and pray that you get in touch with Osiris and that we can put a bow on this and we can fix it for the public because everybody deserves that peace. And I want you guys and your family to have peace. And I'm sending you all my love and my prayers with you and your family because this is a really tough thing to go through and it's really sad. But I did want to talk about it tonight because I'm just like, damn, like Osiris is a young guy. I remember when I ran into Rihanna and Rocky in in Miami at the Walgreens, Osiris was in the Walgreens. And we were all kind of talking. And, you know, he just, every time I see him, the kid is a good kid. So I don't know. Uh, so shout out to him and shout out to the family. Send him my prayers to you guys. Okay, that's it. I want to talk about that. Now, you know I'm a comedian. So I'm going to talk about this as a comedian. Okay, that's one of my titles. I'm a comedian. I'm a fucking comic rock star from Wild and Out. Okay. Now, T.I. is a rapper. Now, I know I do media and he does music. And we both kind of do comedy. But this is why I don't do stand-up, y'all, because I'm terrified. Do you know I would cry if y'all if I got booed? Actually, no, I wouldn't. I would cuss y'all the fuck out. I would cuss everybody out, and it would be so funny. The read would be so filthy that you guys would actually laugh. Well, T.I. tried to do some comedy because, you know, he's been in the comedy world recently, and people just weren't really feeling it out. Let me just give you a quick backstory. Remember he got into it in Atlanta with that one comedian where he – her name was Laura Knight. He, she brought up sexual allegations, sexual assault allegations, and, baby, he was upset. If you don't remember, you know I keep a receipt. Take a look. 
evidence because there was no other crown. There is nothing to charge me for. Oh, you got to me out. No, shut the fuck up for a second. Hey, listen. No, no, no. As many times as you jump on that shit, nigga, I'm going to check your motherfucking ass as long as it takes. Nigga, when you stop. Start it over. Can we hear the audio, please? Thank you. Evidence because there was no fucking crime. There is nothing to charge me for. Oh, you got to me out. No, shut the fuck up for a second. Hey, listen. No, no, no. As many times you. Do y'all hear audio? Oh, they can't? You, you guys did hear audio? Oh, well, shit. Play it one more time. I don't hear no audio. Play it again. Go ahead. Evidence because there was no fucking crime. There is nothing to charge me for. Or oh, you got to me No, shut the fuck up for a second. Hey, listen. No, no, no. As many times as you jump on that shit, nigga, I'm going to check your motherfucking ass as long as it takes. Nigga, when you stop talking about it, when you stop playing with me and mine, I'ma stop saying something. Nigga, ain't no motherfucking case, ain't never been no motherfucking case, cause I ain't did nothing wrong, and my wife ain't did nothing wrong. And if you keep on playing with me, nigga, I'm gonna motherfucking continue to confront you publicly, verbally. <laughs> T.I. is innocent. I truly believe it. Get it up for him. There is no charge. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Don't play with me about that. I haven't put his money. Hey, 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 hey. Don't play with me about I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. The one thing I am is a comedian. I'm not playing with you. See, now you're getting the good of the shit. This is not a rap battle. This is not a rap battle. This is a motherfucking comedy show. And be clear. If I want to make jokes about something, I'll make jokes about something. Absolutely. That was a lot. Anyway, they ended up making up. Well, fans did not forget about that because, you know, the comedy world is an interesting world. Once you piss off comedians, I don't know, it just becomes a mess. Well, he went to New York and he was doing a set and people weren't happy. hear a lot of booing though but i know they were booing him well, anyway he went on his instagram live to talk to my uh comedian michael blackson you know michael blackson was one of the most disrespectful comedians to me when i was on while out he has such a rude ass nah he's funny he just got a smart ass mouth i think he called me a mother sucker because i'm gay it was like you know whatever but he's funny as hell michael's been on the show he's one of my favorite comedians he went live with ti to talk about it and this uh this is what they talked about i'm here for that you here for all that smoke, the New York smoke. I'm here for that. <laughs> you know, New York. My only question to you, my only question to you. If you get booed and have a standing ovation, do they cancel each other out? Well, we have somebody have to show the standing ovation. The only thing online right now. I mean, hey, bro, everybody, it was a sold out crowd. Therefore, we have an opportunity, 
you know, I'm sure it'll come out eventually. You know, bad news sell way faster than the good news. So I'm sure. I'm, but I enjoyed myself. I want some more. I don't know. Um, okay, we got a better clip because, you know, yes, T.I., will come out soon and it's going to come out right now because we actually have the clip of the booing and then how you got the standing ovation. So I'm going to call Cat before I show y'all this. And this is so sad because, you know, you are, T.I. is a good rapper, you know, um, and I know he's been in battling these allegations of the sexual assault stuff. And I know he's been, I don't know, just, I don't know. Uh, but this is the receipt you asked for, T.I. Look. Fight back. I tell you what you do. Envy. I know I got an advantage. Do some songs. Start rapping. I have an advantage, nigga. Play the music because we ain't paying for it, just so y'all know. Y'all can watch the video. <laughs> they ain't paying nobody no mother. I wish that motherfucker would. You sorry, ungrateful motherfuckers, you. <laughs> I wish that motherfucking would. Hell is you talking about? You got the right motherfucking one, man. I really do appreciate, hey, listen, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I love you motherfuckers more than you ever know, nigga, and this is something that I enjoy doing, and I appreciate y'all allowing me the opportunity to stand up and do what I love, nigga. You hear what I'm saying? I've gotten bigger applause for my jokes, though, so that's technically makes me better than you, T.I., but you're a better rapper than me for sure. Um, damn, you know, what's crazy when you get booed. Cause I've been on wild and out where I've seen people get like, not booed, but they just be like, no, but like crick. It... That's really what be happening sometimes at wild and out. And I know that feeling is it's horrible. And so he kind of gangsted his way through it. But, but the point is they still booed. And nobody was checking for it. So um, I want to know when you guys call in if you think T.I. has an actual comedy career. Like, would you pay $10 to go and see T.I. do comedy? No rapping, just comedy. Hmm. I wouldn't go for free. But that's only because I don't leave the house. Like, I'd be at the house chilling with my dog. Hmm. Side note, all the merch is finally in from China. Yo, we got gagging robes, gagging starter jackets. Have you seen all the shit in there? No, and I don't want to show the people. It's going to be a surprise. And it's going to be limited edition. It's only going to be one sale. And then it's when it's gone, it's gone. And we got 3,000 mugs. So buy every one of them, please. It's mugs. I could sip tea all day long. It's mugs all down the hallway out there. All right, cool. Bye. Now, I thought this person, this next person, was cute. But then Alexis said he was ugly. But I don't think ugly is the right word. It's like not fully developed. It's sort of like when you take a picture with the old film and it come out, the Polaroid, and the can You know it's going to be a decent photo, but it just ain't developed all the way. Well, I thought this person looked cute, and she said that he's not cute. 
But this first picture I'm going to show you, he's definitely looks cute. Well, I think so. Let me see. Okay. No, 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 not that one. Not that one. Okay, not that one. Not that one. Johnny, that was not the first photo to show. Show the other photo that I said where I thought he looked somewhat decent. He looks cute there. Right? If he didn't have dreads and he wasn't sitting next to Kirk, he would be cute. Two shots of Casamigos, Reposado, you taking that home. Now go back to the original photo. Now that that looked like he'd been through some things. This looked like he'd been through some things. And the boy has been through some things, y'all. So I'm not going to make fun of him because, you know, God has, ble- oh, God has blessed me so much. <laughs> Raise him. God has, God has blessed me abundantly, y'all. Just the other night. I introduced Madonna to all my friends. <laughs> Baby, I can't. God has blessed me, okay? And so I'm not going to laugh at another man's struggle, although this picture is a hot-ass mess. Well, Carrion is the son of gospel legend Kirk Franklin, and he clearly stomped his way into our lives by having moments with his father. You remember him and... Uh, his dad got into it last year and it went viral because they got into this feud and carry on uploaded an audio of his Christian pastor, God fearing father, cussing him the fuck out. Listen. Enough a piece of paper. Okay. If you think I'm bringing this paper, let me say it like this. When your bitch ass starts getting the shit that gets your skinny motherfucking ass Is that a threat? Jesus on the main line, telling what you want. <laughs> Kirk Franklin said he was gonna break his son's neck, and when he said "yo bitch," now when you when somebody <laughs> say "bitch" like that, that you know they cuss for a living. Kirk, we know you used to have that problem with the pornos. And we know sometimes, you know, sometimes you could do one stroke a little too hard and then fuck your mind up, maybe burn a couple cells. I remember one time I was masturbating. I really thought I was about to have a, a brain aneurysm. It was so intense. I have to stop doing this show. This show is just not good for my brand at this point. It just is not the oversharing. It's these people who call in that weedy poo. Her high ass. Is she up here? Where's she at? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here you go. Put me on put me on blast again. <laughs> I need to send Weedy Poo some weed. I don't <laughs> think Weedy Poo be high enough for this show no more. <laughs> Remember that time Weedy Poo caught in and, and laughed and couldn't stop laughing? And then I was laughing and then tears was falling down. We couldn't even do the show. That was so hilarious. What were we even laughing about? She was just high? Smoking that shit. 
Michael Kevin Durant's hairline. You know what I mean? The taco <laughs> meat, the hair. Yes. I forgot what that was about. Laughing like that, smoking all that good weed. That's why I don't <laughs> smoke weed. Y'all be smoking weed and just laughing for no reason. Seeing shit, spiders and shit on the wall. They ain't even on it. You ain't even in a room with a wall. You looking at shit. Anyway, so Kirk apologized to his son. They got past it. Now, this is a screen grab, I believe, from the new show he's on on the Zeus Network, The Bad Boys of L.A. So he's now over there. He's a bad boy. Well, the bad boy, 33-year-old bad boy, is now booked in jail. And he's being held without bail in Beverly Hills because they're saying that he was driving a car that belonged to a woman who's missing and who's supposed to be dead. Allegedly, I'll say allegedly. allegedly. Now, now the police are saying that they found a gun in the car and carry on, of course, is saying that it's not his. But they still carry carry on's ass to jail because you don't get to say it ain't yours. They got to figure it out. They got to see if it's real or not. Well, uh, Kirk hasn't said anything about his son because, like he told him, he's going to break his neck and do all the things to him. And what, what would he say? But uh, but apparently, Carrion is doing interviews while he's sitting in jail, potentially going to get charged with murder and a missing woman and a stolen gu- and a gun. Not a stolen gun, but a gun. He's doing an interview with a media guy named Larry Reed. Now, I don't know Larry Reed. I really didn't even know who Larry Reed was until yesterday. When I heard that my name was being talked about with Larry Reed. Hey, Larry. But either way, Larry Reed got him a good old exclusive carry on from jail where the man called out of jail to have a conversation with Larry Reed. And he says he's wrongfully arrested. And I guess he was stopped because it was a t- busted tail out of something. I don't know. But this is what he said. My inner circle is changing. There's been a lot of interesting things going on. I've been communicating with my pastor the past couple of weeks about just Different things that's been happening around me, feeling like I'm being set up, feeling like people are trying to catch me doing it wrong. And so they stopped you for the light, so they say you really don't know. Then when they stopped you, they started treating you like you had something. There was eight hide. vehicles surrounding me. Eight, it was eight different vehicles. Eight. The cars registered. It got, you know, I've, I've been stopped before. Nobody never said anything about a, a murder or anything. Like, this is the first time I've ever heard about this, so... Whoever sold me the car, she was alive, and her and her boyfriend and her husband, it, it, they sold it to me. So I've had that car for over a year. I'm a filmmaker, first and foremost. I'm not no, you know what I'm saying? People know I ain't no thug. People know I ain't no gang member like that. So right. I'm like, I'm just, I don't live that lifestyle because I know what come with that. I think this is God showing my family that carry on can't do this on his own. Mm-hmm. People keep just bringing up my daddy's name, and he's not in my life. I'm in jail right now. My father is not in my life. Period. When I'm in jail, out of jail, on TV, off TV, making people laugh, making people cry, making people upset. It's just like persecution only. That's not my purpose. My purpose is to not, I'm not, I'm not a child of God here on earth just to be persecuted and punished. Well, um, I don't know what's going to happen to carry on now because he has to go through this process and God forbid the God that Kirk Franklin prays to allow something to happen to this young boy. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know nothing about the extradition, but what I do know is Kirk needs to come out and say something, pray for your son or something, ask for (laughs) prayers. I mean, bail him. Well, he can't get bailed out. Put some money on his commissary. The man got to get Cheetos. And look, if he don't get no Cheetos, you know what he. 
because L.A. County Jail, baby, is not, it is some, he, he don't look strong enough to survive the butt creepers, okay, at night. And so we don't want him to, you know, we don't want him to end up spread eagle, if you know what I mean. All right, well, look, uh, when you call in, I want you to know, do you think that Kirk should be doing more for his son than he's doing now? Okay, cool. Let me tell y'all where to get the merch. Go over right now to hollywoodunlocked.com slash shop, and you can get all of this stuff that I don't even know. It's still available, but we have new stuff coming. And the new stuff makes this stuff look so different, right? You could also uh, become a super fan on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash hollywoodunlocked and just click uh, join and become a super fan, all right? Follow us over on Instagram at Gag Nation. We are there. Um, it's a verified account. And Kelvin's not here, but he used to do the live on the weekends on Fridays, right? Y'all just stopped doing them? <laughs> look, my team is completely neglectful. We got to get these lives popping again. We'll, look, look, y'all, we in transition. I'm in a transitional state right now. I, the fact that I showed up tonight is the good graces of the Lord. But I only showed up for y'all tonight, okay? Just be clear, I showed up for y'all. And I, I you know... I'm working on something right now that's huge. And so I want to be very mindful of how that's going to go. And so I'm in a weird space of trying to sort out all the things I do because I have so much going on. But I will always show up for my people, the Gag Nation. All right, cool. Uh, move past that. Thank you very much. Uh, I think it's time to talk to people now, right? Oh, let me do advertise really quick my studio for those of you that are aspiring bloggers or YouTubers or People who want to shoot photos or even come and create a podcast, you can do it right here, right where I'm sitting, right in this room right now. And here's the information. Welcome to Hollywood Unlocked Studio. Hollywood Unlocked Studios is a full service, high end, one stop shop for all people who want to create podcasts, photo shoots, or other content. When I started Hollywood Unlocked, it was my podcast, Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, that actually put me on the map. And so I understood how important it was to be able to put texture to a brand. But what I didn't know was where to find the resources to get the help that I needed to bring those dreams to life. And now that I'm making it, I want to make the opportunity available to you to be able to come in and create your own podcast, do a photo shoot, or create your own dreams right here in the middle of Hollywood in a full service, one-stop shop to service your needs. To join our community or rent the space to bring your dreams alive, go to hustudios.com. Uh, my somebody washed those blue pants. I only got to wear them that one time. They're destroyed now, so I'm really mad watching that video. All right, look, it's time to talk to you guys. You can call in, share the live, make sure you put it on your Facebook one four zero two gagain to talk to you directly. And make sure that when you come in. Uh, that you're coming through that the video chat is enabled and your echo cancel that you enable uh, enable your echo cancellation and that if you're calling in please pay attention to the phone call and not the stream because you may miss your chance to gag and you already know if you asked me how I'm doing I'm gonna bitch I'm all right I'm gagging very simple okay cool so let's get on the phone one four zero two gagging that is the number right here and then this is how you could come and talk to me right here all right let me see what Weedy Poo tell me what's up Weedy Poo what's going on hey how you doing Good. How are you? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. See, I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How I'm you doing good. So what? So what you think about all this madness? It's all madness. All madness. But you know what? Uh, Kirk Franklin's Kirk Franklin's son. He's kind of cute. He's kind of cute. 
Yeah. He ain't. He ain't. Huh? No, he, he no, that 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 picture don't uh but the other one, he kind of cute though. Mm. What wait, wait, what other picture? This one? No. Uh, the bad boy. Johnny, let me see the other photo, please. This yeah. one. He's kind of cute. I like bad boy. I don't know if it's glau- I don't know if it's glaucoma or you've been sipping on Hennessy. You know what? I fuck. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> okay, Weedie Pool. We're gonna we're gonna have you hold on to your um chastity belt. Because what if you end up pregnant like Nunu? Fucking <laughs> around with Harry Now I, I, I can't I can't have I can't have kids. So I just <laughs> Okay, but well, Weedy Pool, would you at least make him wear a condom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-uh. uh, I, I ain't, I ain't catching nothing now. But um, yeah, I fuck. Um, Amberlynn, is he your type? He's attractive, but I mean, he was found in somebody's car that ended up. Or could possibly be dead. Like I think he killed her. I think that he did it. I mean, he's the son of somebody that's famous. He ain't never had to work for nothing. He ain't never had to do nothing to get what he done had in his pocket. And I feel like he don't need no commissary. If he got to bust that shit wide open up in there, he need to do that. Other civilized people, they do the same shit. They either bust it open or they braid in hair or they doing other people's motherfucking. <laughs> Handle your fucking business. You got to do what you got to do for the Osiris situation. I think that we so used to as black people are. You know, families not being televised when they come up missing or they die or something like that. That sometimes we can get drunk and feel like, you know, now we got the power and we should, you know, get as much clout as we can. So I think she need to sit her bald headed ass down. Your son, you ain't even let the dirt settle over this nigga grave before you sat up here and tried to run this man through the filth. You got over $40,000. It costs less than seven G's for you to bury your son. You got 40 G's to play with, bitch. I'm gonna need you to sit down and chill, okay? You got enough clout that you needed. Your son is dead. That's what you need to be worried about. You need to be praying to God that he's in heaven somewhere and that you will fucking follow him and not be in hell somewhere, bitch, for what you're doing right now. Period. Point the fuck blank. When it comes down to the Kim Kardashian situation, I'm going to need Skeet to get his dick cut off. I'm tired of him, okay? you How dare you even, and Kim, you nasty, disgusting-ass, plastic, bottle bit of a body-ass bitch, how dare you let this nigga... Put your baby on his fucking lap. I don't give a fuck if it was for shit and giggles or not. That is disgusting. You know that this man said that he would allow himself to fuck a child because he sucked on his finger, which he shouldn't have even done in the first place. Okay? And you gonna fucking put this shit on for everybody to see that he was that your baby was sitting up. Now, if he fucking molest your kid or been running up in your kid, then what? He deserved everything he get. I swear to God, cut his dick off, give him some salt feeder. That motherfucker shouldn't work no more. Cut it off, give it to a motherfucking dog to play with, bitch. I'm through and I'm done. Why are you still fucking with him? She should have left him once the news broke that he was fucking saying that he was fucking child. Ew. Like, I am disgusted. Like, what are we doing? This is what we're doing for fucking money, bitch. You done already, you know, slept your way to the top hole, you know, sucking on uh, Ray J dick and shit in order to get a fucking bag. You couldn't have dealt with the motherfucking uh, the, the OJ Simpson situation and just been having your clock behind that. No, you had to go suck some fucking black cock, some big black cock, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Now you got another tape out here. Now your baby's sitting on somebody like, bitch, are you trying to really, you know, the, the shit that they saying out here where, oh, you know, celebrities are doing this and celebrities are doing that. You're fucking basically verifying it by letting this motherfucking man have your baby on his lap. Like, 
I'm done and through, bitch. You're canceled. He's canceled, bitch. Cancel everybody <laughs> at this point. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord. My blood pressure went and Can I tell a situation that happened to me years ago? I took the train when I lived in New York City, and I hopped on the train. I went to uh, Coney Island. I hopped on the biggest uh, ride on there thinking that I could do my thing. I was big at the time, just like I am, because I've always been big. Now, the fucking thing didn't click down all the way on me. I thought that it had clicked, but maybe it didn't you know, do the second click. I don't know what I was thinking. When we took off, I had to hold on to the fucking metal rail for my life until that shit stopped. I swear I was praying and I was crying. And when I got up off of there, everything, my arms, my legs, my titties, everything, my stomach was bruised up from holding on and being banged against this ride, trying to maintain. I could have died. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't fucking, the people need to be sued. Bitch, you got your 40 Gs, yes. But they also need to be sued because you need to make sure that your people is strapped in properly on these rides. Because they can die. That fucking drop was so fast and so hard. Of course he was going to fall out. Y'all didn't make sure he was secure. Y'all didn't care to because he was a nigga. If he was a white person, y'all would have made sure that Tommy was strapped in. Stop playing with me. Okay. I say I ain't say none of that, but that's on period. I just I ain't disagreeing with that neither. <clears throat> Sue me, you gonna get some lit bitch and a bag of oh, weed. No, no. And a 2004 car, bitch. What's up? With the CD player. Not some land. So not a CD. They sell CDs still. Yeah, my car is a 2004, so it does have a CD player. Yes. Oh, I'm done. No, no, jump in, please. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, that was intense, but um, no, uh. As far as the Kurt Franklin thing, I did feel for his son when he talked about his relationship and everything. Um, the little clip it and everything. I felt for him. But I don't know, man. There's some there's some things that, that is that are not all played out. I think his son has a lot to do with the, you know, with a lot of the the fighting that's going on between him and his dad. I think there's a lot of um, it. There's a lot of disrespect that on his end that he's not showing. Now, as far as him killing anybody, he a little bit too bony. I don't think he just, he bony. He is frail. He look real frail. Bony people do kill people. Yeah, he just frail though. I just don't see him as no killer. Like he just don't, he don't, he don't. That doesn't, you know. But do you think all the men that went in Jeffrey Dahmer's house to get some head thought they was gonna get their head cut off and, and they no, no, and I and I get that part, but he just he don't even he's he don't even look smart enough to lure anybody like Jeffrey Dahmer. I he just don't look like that type of person. He just don't look like no killer to me. Mm, somebody say Amber got me stress eating. <laughs> But um far as Kim and stuff like that, I'm I'm really getting tired of her. I'm really I'm really tired of the antics. I'm just she just does like she is so obsessed with media. It not like that's sickening. Like she's sickening obsessed with media. And she doesn't even care what people say. She just wants like like she said, she wanted to be famous. She doesn't care how she got famous. She always just wanted to be famous. And 
she is just that addict. Like she she's an addict. She's a true like media addict. She has to be seen and be relevant. And if she's not, she I really feel like she would go like crazy. Like she's gonna be the she's gonna be the type that is not gonna be able to accept growing old. When her ass start getting real wrinkles and start going down and and you know both well, well, I, I, I give them some Great. I give it to my good doctors because because Chris looks bad for a 60 some year old. Chris, yeah but yeah. she she gonna go through some shit because I mean yeah Chris look good for her age but I just don't I don't I, I really don't think that Kim is mentally gonna be prepared to age gracefully. Cause she is like in in her mind, she wants to stay like this forever. Well, she got to know that ain't gonna happen. I, I don't think I don't think she's in touch with reality with that. No. But she's a reality I, star. No, I'm talking about reality, like real reality, not reality <laughs> TV. Like she's yeah. not in touch with reality, reality. at all. Talking about reality, like real reality, not reality. Cancellation, Doctor J. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. How y'all doing? I'm good. How are you? So what do you think? Better than blessed. I can barely hear you all. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me fix it. Even Stervens, what's up? Hello, family. How y'all doing? Okay, so I'm going to start with Carrie Young. I don't understand why he's calling for an interview versus calling a lawyer. Like, I'm confused. Like, if you're in jail... The last thing I'm gonna think about is calling, calling like to get an interview. I will call my lawyer. That's that's so stupid. And with the family, when it comes to YK, I think the family is being greedy at this moment. So this guy offered to pay for your kid's funeral. They don't know your kid. They don't know you. And you didn't get the money allegedly. So you go on media to blast him, and you think that's gonna make him want to give you the money if he never said it. So I'm confused about that too. And with the whole T.I. do comedy, I'm going to leave it to Michelle. She have a lot to say about that. And lastly, Kim. And I feel like the Kim Kardashian show and the Kim and Keep It Up with Kardashian is the same show. And I remember like season one, they went through the same thing. The sex tape, now they're doing the same thing with the new show. Can we get something new, please? Listen, I'm here for it. Let's see what Sharon has to say. Yes, Sharon. Hey, Jason. Look, I work hard to get here to you tonight, but I got here. Now, let me tell you, this Kim and Kanye, Jason, I'm so fucking tired of Kim. I know you said that you like her. I don't like the bitch, okay? We all know that Kanye helped step up her fashion. We all know that. Because before Kanye, we were used to seeing Kim one way. Ass up, face down, getting pounded by some bitch, Okay. That's what we were used to seeing Kim doing until Kanye. So hashtag protect motherfucker. That bitch needs to thank Kanye. And then they need to be looking at the shit that she's doing. And Belen said it all with having that baby sit in that another nigga's lap. Any nigga's not lap at that. Okay. So now I feel like it's all a fucking plan. You are the divorce is fucking final. The divorce is over. Done. Leave the nigga alone. 
leave him the fuck alone. Let him see his kids. You go ahead and be as plastic as you want to. Fuck all the nasty goddamn drug addicts that you want to. Make all the motherfucking sex tapes. Allegedly. And leave that nigga alone. Okay? Hashtag protect yay. Now, with the Osiris situation, my prayers go out to the family. I think that everybody is missing the big fucking point. And that's what fucking pisses me off when money gets involved in this bullshit. The focus don't need to be on the money, period. The focus needs to be in burying your son, remembering your son, honoring your son. That's what the fuck the focus needs to be on. Not trying to sit there and call somebody out on motherfucking Instagram or put them on blast. Because you're making yourself look bad because that every word that you're putting to put bring Osiris down, you could have been putting your son's name out there to lift him up so i feel like the family needs to be focused on that okay with ti ti this is why niggas can't do shit right you just got out of a motherfucking situation bitch you're in another situation i think you need to let motherfucking comedy go you damn that you're getting called grandpa every motherfucking where you go not only you need to do that you need to let the motherfucking braids go too nigga you is too old now you make something your old look back Okay. Now, as far as Kurt Franklin, I don't think Kurt Franklin need to do a motherfucking thing with his son. You know why? Because when that nigga was cursing his badass son out, everybody has shit to say. There was a reason why that man was cursing that motherfucking nigga out. Okay. Sometimes you got to curse people out and curse them out with the Holy Ghost and the spirit on your tongue so it can really reach them. I think that whatever the fuck he's doing, whatever is going on, I don't think he killed nobody. But I think that the nigga ain't doing what he needs to do. If he needs anything from his father, it's a good ass whooping. He don't need nobody to try to bail him out this situation. He got himself in this situation. He need to figure it the fuck out. And I say props to Kirk Franklin because I'm tired of these rich ass parents giving their motherfucking kids everything. And then we got these badass motherfucking individuals in this goddamn society. Now, remember, there's nothing too messy for the messy report. And we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all, Jason. There are messy things too messy for the mess report, but I'm glad that you cover them. Thank you. No problem. Listen, um, stay here. Let's open up the phone lines. Do we have a caller? Hello? Hey, Jason. Hey, how are you? I'm okay, man. This is Billy from Dallas. Are you okay? I'm doing good, Billy. We said protect Billy at all costs. <laughs> hey, listen, man. You know me. I'm going to comment on that Kim situation first. And I think... Go ahead. I think, Jay I think Jason, that Kim is doing everything for clout. I told you last time. She's making up, she's making up stories. But we can't say Kanye is correct about what he said about the sex tape. She's making up stories. She keeps trying to sell stuff. Kanye ain't responding back to it. Thank God. He's doing what he's doing. I hope he's in the people place. But to get back to her, she can't stand the fact that she's not getting the attention, that she's not trending the way she was without Kanye. See, when Kanye don't respond, there is no, there is no, is nothing. And what I'm trying to say, Jason, she's not getting the response she wants. And how in the hell, Jason, can you tell me that TMZ caught that baby sitting on that dude's lap looking like a raccoon? He looked like a raccoon. I'm glad he wore the glasses because he looked like a raccoon by the eyes. God forgive me for talking about the man, but he looked like a raccoon to me. But anyway, get back to what I was saying, Jason. TMZ caught this young lady 
sitting on this man's lap. She's trying to trick him. He's not saying nothing. So she's doing baby mama one-on-one, trying to come back and get at him. I hope he stay quiet, get his, get his right to see his kid, and go on and blossom and keep going. But I don't have too much to say tonight, man. But as far as Kurt Franklin's situation, I pray for him and his son. As far as that singer, he tried to do some good and there's evil people out here and the woman trying to clap and get money. I hate that. Like you said, a 14-year-old baby that passed away and this drama gone. That's sad. But as I, like I say all the time, man, I enjoy the show. Keep me going and stop missing spots, man. Cause you, you keep my children nice and excited. Stop missing your shows, Jason. <laughs> all right. I heard you loud and clear. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, next caller, please. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, Jason. How you doing? Bitch, I'm all right. I'm gagging. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. This is Bearville Buttock. Okay, what's up? And I'm a fan of your show. Yes, I'm a fan of your show. So I just wanted to make my few little uh, opinions as far as what's going on with Kanye. I do believe that um, Kanye needs to move on from him. Um, I think that he's much better and has been much better uh, without her. I don't think that he needs to quit his job to become her personal stylist. Let her be wherever she was in the beginning. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I've um, never, I've never, I've never heard him say anything about being her stylist. I mean, I don't know what conversations they had when they were married. You know, I try to be very mindful of the fact that this was a married couple who has four children, and I don't like seeing people fight in public when you got kids, especially when the kids are getting old enough to see the internet. You know, and right. one thing I will say, <clears throat> one thing I will say is. I love the fact that he has stepped away from everything for a while, that he's focused on himself, that he's he's in a good place. Uh, he loves his children. Yeah. He wants to be a present father. You know, I don't even know if people know he has an academy, Donda Academy, with kids who are really good uh, basketball players. He has a whole school. He's building, you know, the future of his school to give kids opportunities to that they would not be able to get from their community. So, I mean, there's a lot of good things that he's doing that he doesn't get pressed for. I almost say at some point there has mm-hmm. to be a social study for how mainstream media interacts with Kanye. Because when you saw him on my show, he didn't look crazy. When you saw us at the brunch. Right, at all. When you saw him at the brunch, he didn't look crazy. But then when you when you right. gaslit all day and then you respond online, you're crazy. You know, and uh, I, it's mm-hmm. a very interesting experience to watch for sure. But that's the media, you know what I mean? That's how the media tries to portray you, you know what I'm saying, for whatever agenda that they're trying to push, you know what I mean? But clearly, I don't think that there's anything wrong with him. Unfortunately, in this situation, it's the person that he picked. Mm. Well, so I believe that, you know, when you um, sometimes the people that you choose can either help you or harm you. And I know that, you know, in the beginning, love is all, you know, roses and balloons and things like that. But I mean, it just goes to show that you have to be really, really careful about who you, who you choose. You know what I mean? Because it will definitely affect you. And I think that um, he, he sees now 
you know what I mean? That what he couldn't see in in the beginning. And I wish him, I really wish him all the best because I don't believe that Kanye West is like a bad person. I don't believe that he's like a mental person. You know what I'm saying? I believe that he has his head on straight. Uh, it's just unfortunate that, you know, uh, at the time he just chose wrong. Well, I mean, listen, we all have our crazy, right? All of us. We all have something. Me, you, you know, Sharon got it. Everybody got something. So I I don't think that, (laughs) I don't think that Ye is, is, is not responsible for some of the things that he's done in the past that have pissed people off. Even on the show, when he interviewed with me, he said he does things knowing he's going to piss people off. And then when he pisses them off, he goes, why is everybody so mad? So, you know, I think that he's a very brilliant uh, artist that knows how to pro- create provocative reactions for people. I mean, I, I said on the Drink Champs, proximity is really uh, changes perception. And when you get closer to it and you're able to see it for what it is, I think he has a big heart for sure. But I also think that he doesn't like to be mm-hmm. fucked with. And I think that as a normal person, you know, look at what happened with Will Smith. When Will Smith got on that oh, stage Lord. and slapped Chris Rock, even though that was wrong, I was like, yo, the only person I could think of calling was Kanye because I'm like, yo, you ain't did nothing like that. And they've called you crazy for all these years. And Will Smith, one of the most respected actors in the world, got up and slapped him and cussed him out in front of white people. I said, yo, this is some crazy, this is some crazy shit. But again, it just goes to show that everybody has their breaking point. And when you poke a bear or poke a dog for too long, at some point that dog is going to bite your ass. And so far, really, all Ye has done is barked. He never bit anybody. Now we'll slap. Now we'll bit the shit out of Chris Rock. That was a dog with parvo that bit into him, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-mm. but either way, um, that was unnecessary. Though I really believe that that was unnecessary. Yo, when Will, okay, this is the thing that I can't. I still can't process. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on live TV and cussed him out. I, I mean, I I still can't believe I've seen it. i seen it with these eyes in Dubai. But still, uh, I was getting in bed. Baby, I, I was getting in bed. My team started texting me. I got up out the bed. I went and got breakfast on the roof uh, in Dubai and made a video because I needed the world. <clears throat> 8,500, <clears throat> 8,600 miles away to know that when, when Chris felt that slap, I felt that slap. But I also feel the slap that Will keeps getting from Jada every time she opens her mouth, emasculating her husband in front of the world. It's like, girl, you need to be a better a better wife. Because at this point, your husband is losing everything and he don't even got you in his corner when he did it for you. I mean, at least that's what it looked like. I don't know. I'm disgusted by it all. Clearly, yes, yes. I think that um, he should have slapped her. To be honest, I mean, I don't condone uh, domestic uh, violence uh, or anything. Uh, 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 no, he should not have slapped. Girl, <laughs> girl, bye, goodbye. <laughs> Next caller. No. Hello. Hey, Jay. Hey. Um, I I live in Orlando, and there was this um uh, talking about the young man that. Uh, passed away in Ryan. Yeah. I live in Orlando, and there's this lady that was on media claiming that she was the cousin. Claim she was doing like a, a vigil for him, collecting money, and come to find out that that lady wasn't even related to him. I so I can that. understand why the family. 
feels a little bit um, skeptical about, you know, the whole situation. However, they don't, nobody has to do nothing for them. If Osiris decided that he wanted to help out of the kindness of his heart, then they should have been appreciative regardless, whether it was $5, whether it was $500, whether it was $1,500. Because nobody has to do nothing for them. Now, my question, wait, he my did question, it because did, of my the situation. Is, did the family put the fake cousin on blast? Well, the thing is that, well, here in, in the local news, supposedly they um, uh, fired her at the job that she was at. But they no, supposedly couldn't press charges boy, on her. But what I'm saying is, did the boy Tyree's family go after her the way they went after Osiris? Well, they hired some um, famous attorneys. So they said that after they bury him, that they were going to come back and deal with that situation. So I don't know. But she was all over the news crying, saying that she even cleaned his blood and she was related to and she was not related to him at all. So that's, you know, so I can understand the family being skeptical, but at the same time, you know, they should. They should have not done that like, on, on social media. Right, well, um, thank you, thank you. Let me ask Kita. Is it Kita? Kita Boo. Kita Boo. Okay, so what you think about all What's this? What's up, Gag Nation? Long time no see. Hey. Um, I actually met YK Osiris in Orlando at a Benihana. I was there with my family for a birthday party and he came in with two people and he voluntarily paid for everybody in that dining room. Okay. So he's known for doing stuff for people. He doesn't owe the family shit. He don't owe them nothing. He did that out of the kindness of his heart and he did send the money. That's a GoFundMe issue that she's having. She should have just cool her jets, simmer down, sit down and honor your son. Mm. And um, as far as that uh, TI situation, <laughs> I heard him saying that if somebody could post a video of him calling her a bitch, he would pay a million dollars. And did she not post a video of him calling her a bitch? So if I was her, I would be saying, "Run me my money. I don't want. I don't want show. I'm sorry, and we working it out. Run me my money. Is that a legal contract? When you, he went on his social media and said it to the world that he was gonna give a million dollars to somebody posting a video." I would have I would have sued him for a million dollars for sure. I want my money if I was her. Run me my money and we'll talk about an apology later. <laughs> Jada, what, what's that's you, it? Jada? That's all. Hey Jason. Gaggy. It's not it's not Jada. I know because I don't want to get it confused because the Jadas that's been in the news lately, they've been fucking it up for our name. My name is actually Jada. Jada G. Jada. Like, Okay. Mm, Jada. Mm-hmm. You ain't never met another one of those. A lot of Jadas, no Jadas. Anywho, here's my thoughts on mm-hmm. all the things that's gone down. Boom. Let's get to Kirk Franklin and them son GP. Is you with me? Um, I feel like you know how sometimes where um it says in the Bible, honor thy mother and thy father, and it say shit about kids honoring um, parents honoring kids. So to me, it's kind of like yeah. You're getting that slap back for how you was going about with you and your father business. Yeah, he cursed you out 
first of all, for many of years, the way Kirk ass was stomping and hollering and acting like he was going to curse any minute on a gospel song. I don't know why we acted so surprised that Kirk Franklin was cursing his son the fuck out. But clearly, he had probable cause to curse his son the fuck out because look where his son is. That doesn't mean that he shouldn't step in and help his son because if you're Christian and you proclaim the love of God, then you should make sure that you, in this example, you go and help your son. But that's not to say that he ain't because the son hasn't reached out to his father. Instead, he made the fucking interviews behind jail that he should be using that phone call to get some help. That's one. Two, moving on to the YK Cyrus. I think it's a very unfortunate and I think that we have to give this family a little bit of grace. And I'm going to tell you why. People bug out over not getting their parents, their people's name and obituary right about not riding in the limo. So let me tell you something. At the end of the day, the child did get buried. It wasn't like they were sitting waiting for the money. And if you offer something, it's not like they said, you know what? YK Cyrus, Jason Lee, we need somebody to help us bury our kid. No, you decided to come on social media, tell people to hit him in his DM. So if there was a situation where we were seeing that they weren't getting the DMs back, um, they were allegedly getting blocked. Maybe miscommunication got lost. And while we can sit and say what they could have, should have, would have done, until you have to be somebody who buries your fucking child and people see your kid dying daily, you can't say what you would, could, should do. So I think we need to give grace to both parties in that situation. Moving on to T.I. Mm, T.I., and I love Tip, but I'm going to tell you, it's giving me everything that that girl Sabrina said that he did, that he likes, he's misogynistic, that he is sexist, that he is a male chauvinist. Because when you got a man going back and forth with that uh, female comedian, you look very, very, uh, what's the word? Uh, nice word, wife beaterish. You look like you whoop tiny ass a little bit. It look like everything Sabrina said about you that you do, that you don't respect. Allegedly. To the head. Moving on to the Kanye West situation. I think that and feel me, feel me, Jace, because I love you. Because I feel like you kind of came for him a little hard. But Kanye and Kim's situation, I feel like Kim is definitely an antagonist. I hate how the Kardashian um, machinery pumps out the news that they want to pump out. She most definitely need her ass beat and whip for letting Pete ride around on any go-kart, race cart box cart with her child is way too soon and in our community or any community you should not have your child sitting on anyone's lap who is not their father the end period rest i love you Jason. Well, let me let me say number one i ain't no yes man so i don't give a fuck who i'm rolling with i say what i say and i mean what i say and everybody respects what i say i'm not afraid of kanye west i'm not afraid of kim kardashian i'm not afraid of nobody i say what i say i, I think with my own mind so I don't need anybody to say what I think. What I will say is that ultimately, yes, I agree with what you're saying. No man, no grown man, especially a grown man who makes comments about a kid sucking his finger and having some sexual relation with a kid should be seen with another man's kid on their lap. That would drive me to, that would drive me fucking, I would, it would be a problem. That's number one. And then you can't expect a human being, a father to see that and not lose it. And I think that in the grand scheme of things, he's actually held it together pretty well because I would be everything they say I was just because of that one image. That's number one. Number two, you know, look, ultimately, you know, I think that we all have a responsibility when we're going through breakups to be a responsible adult on both sides, right? I think mm -hmm. Yay taking a break from social media is responsible for him and for them. And 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 they're continuing to gaslight him. I mean, it's just very obvious, right? And I'll be—I'll tell you, 
They have to be lucky that Ye doesn't want to be petty because he got people over there with him now who are petty and who could play this media game just as good. And he's chosen to take the high road. I'll say that. Because he loves his mama. Because he loves her. And as he should. Because he, because he loves his children. Mm-hmm. Let's just be very clear. Mm-hmm. That's about her. It's, a, it's about the children. So, look, I think uh, you said a lot. Uh, I don't agree with everything, but I do agree that that was the interesting commentary. All right, look, y'all, um, that is the show. Let me just give you my thoughts and prayers. Here's my thoughts and prayers. Today I talked to Wendy Williams and she sounded great. I'll have more to talk about that later. That's the show for tonight. My thoughts and prayers go to Wendy um, and her staff and the show. Uh, Look, we're here every Tuesday, allegedly. Uh, And like I said, thank you for going on this journey with me because I'm growing, expanding. I am becoming more Zen and I have so many amazing things coming uh, and a lot of it for you. But make sure until then that you follow me on all social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You could go and uh, sign up for the newsletter, HollywoodUnlocked.com. And uh, you could also download the podcast. It's uh, as much as it's a live show. It is a podcast. All right, cool. Make sure that you are following me everywhere and that you're uh, texting me. Here's my number right now, 310-388-6463. I want everybody watching to send me your number so I have it, okay? Until then, I'm out. Peace. Goodbye.